Oh, it's 10 o'clock and we're just starting to record now. But 10 o'clock. PM. So you know what that means. It's going to be a bad one, boys. Buckle up. Looney Tunes back in action. Back in action again. Hey boys, and welcome to Albuquerque Prison. Where today we have, as Chris mentioned it, not a bad movie. Uh, for the first time in a long time. Do 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 do. That's a song reference. Uh, Chris, you can continue. You Actually, this is the podcast. You know, this is the podcast where we look at movies that objectively have no <laughs> meaning, and uh, we think about it. Um. So we broke our rule. Your inbox is empty. Yeah. You like delete everything after yes. you read it. If I don't need it anymore, I get rid of it. Huh? Yeah, crazy, isn't that? That's wild. Well, I mean, if it's a physical thing, I understand. But yeah. like, I like to have the emails back because I can refer to it. I mean, like, if I if it's junk, then I delete it. Like the COVID. Like, yeah. are, are you good? Yeah. Yeah, well, like I got rid of our, our, our university is like, oh man, we need to have COVID checks so that people don't go to school sick. Yeah, and so they send out an email every single day, and they're like, you you feel good? Answer yes or no, and then if you answer yes, they're like, okay, you're good. Anyway, like, yeah, I do that when I get anyway. Out of yeah, I get rid of emails because I don't like how it looks. Hmm. If I don't need them, so. yeah. Um, we broke our rule. We watched a movie that objectively does have a meaning. And uh, Nate, you know, Nathaniel Henson Hill, my Two. roommate, you know, he also recommended Starship Troopers, which made sense. Uh, but today we're doing Book of Eli, and his email says, subject movie suggestion, The Book of Eli with Denzel Washington, a movie about a man who carries a valuable package through a post-apocalyptic wasteland. And... This is not a this is not a good choice for our podcast. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so Nate, I'm just gonna, you just we're gonna have to consult next time you recommend something. So stout um, and sauerkraut. Yeah, all right, stout and sauerkraut. But but yeah, this uh, it's a, it's a, we'll we'll get into this a little bit more. But uh, yeah, that's the movie for today. So we're gonna look at this movie with objectively that does objectively have meaning, and we're gonna objectively think about it. Chris, what were you saying? I forget. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I will say, I actually did not like this movie that much. I, I felt That's like one of us would not like it. It's I didn't know who. It's fine. I knew, but it like, be me, though. I don't know. It just, I don't like how it looked. Like the filter that they put yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, really. I I know that. Well, it bothered me at first, specifically like. Are we thank not you. introducing that? <laughs> introducing what? Okay, well, thank you for the Man. gift. Uh, oh, I, no, remember I wish I, was, I, had, I, wish I, I remember had what I was going to say. I, was, I remember what I was going to say. Well, yeah, you know, guys, yes. I'm sorry I didn't get you guys any Christmas presents like a month ago, but these are Christmas-themed uh, cider uh, boys, so here you go, guys. Drink cheers. Up. And I actually want some of Jake's, so pour that in here, please. <laughs> We we shared one last episode, remember? We did do that. Yeah. So, cool, cool, cool. Um, you hear that, baby? All right, that's enough. But yeah, at first I, I wasn't know. a fan of the way that they filmed, like where everything was like stark shadows. Yeah. 
But then it kind of it, it fits into the world because they have to wear shades when they call in the sun. And after that, yeah, I was like, well, I can appreciate it for what they were trying to do. But I understand not liking the visual look of the film. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it was fine. I think it was too on the nose with its theme as well. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a point, and Chris, you'll say this, but uh, he said he said something when he was looking down uh, while the people were getting beat up and stuff on the when he was on the overpass. And I was like, he said something. And I was like, oh, this movie is about staying on the right path. And then immediately afterwards, he goes, stay on a path. Mm -hmm. Stay on a path. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm. So. Um, Well, we can get get into all that later. But um, I'd like to point out that this is technically a Christian movie, and uh, we hey, opened there ain't up. No, there ain't we, no technically about and, it. And and we opened up the podcast by breaking bread. Oh shit! Yeah, we did Passover. Yeah, or, excuse me, uh, communion. And now this you guys, is, this is Chris's. This is Jake's body, and this is Chris's blood. Literally, because we're Catholic. Yeah, I drained him of his blood. Yeah, me, I am Catholic. Me. Me you're, and me and Jewish. Jake Dragon Ball Z <laughs> fuse into Jesus. All right, <laughs> I'm not Catholic. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, recap. Yeah, recap. Let's, let's get into it, baby. All right. Uh, Book of Eli opens up with uh, the forest with with the forest, and it's it's very uh, bleak and and abandoned. And there's obviously some kind of fallout that has happened, and a cat's tr- trotting along, minding its own cat business, there's and then shoom, uh, and an arrow flies into the cat and takes its life. And the arrow belonged to Denzel Washington, who plays Eli Roth. Not really; it's just Eli. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he takes the cat, <laughs> and 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 he uh, cooks the cat. In an abandoned place because he's surviving, and and this is showing you that you know it's apocalyptic because he, he he's eating a cat, and he and, and he feeds the cat to a rat, which is very ironic and funny, and and but it uh, shows his character. Yeah, and it shows his character, and and he also likes uh, music. He has an old iPod, the block iPod with with Beats by Dre, which they. Take a lot of effort into like showing the brand. There's Center a scene. Frame. There's a scene at the end where a character is like wearing them, and she turns her head for a solid two seconds solely so that it can. And be she, she goes to the camera. Did you get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. she goes. <laughs> well, she, she goes. Man, these beats by Dre sound fantastic. She goes. This movie came out in 2010, so. Yeah. That's when Beats by Dre were a thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not anymore, though. Yeah. That's when the apocalypse happened. Yeah. <laughs> 2010. Yeah. Well, so anyway, he's listening to, to some musics, and, and he falls asleep, and he wakes up, and his musics is, is dead because the battery is dead, and he's like, ah. And, you know, uh, he, he rummages around, he's walking around in the, in the street, and um, there's this lady who, is, her cart is broken down. It's a shopping cart. Night, night. 
Keep going. Keep no, going, Chris. No, Keep no, no, no. Well, okay, okay. Thing is, I don't like no, no. my, my recap being interrupted. Being, I don't like talking over you guys. I wasn't going so to So you can go ahead and no. say whatever you were going to say. Please. Yeah, okay, good. I insist. Good. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> Talk about my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's... Moving on. Why would you say that? Are you done? What time are we at? Uh, 4270. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. Are we done? No, you mean in the movie, 15 minutes. Are we yeah. done? Mm-hmm. With what? With this. Sound sauerkraut. Okay. <laughs> That's twice. <laughs> Alright, go continue. So there's a lady who she's all like, help, help! And... And Eli's like, oh, what seems to be the problem? And she's like, this is the problem. And a, and a bunch of dudes uh, jump out. And, and you know, it's an ambush. She wasn't really in trouble. and uh, But now Eli's in trouble. And then dudes, you know, also everybody's wearing sunglasses. Everybody wears sunglasses when they're outside. Because um, it's pitch black. Yeah, well, Cole Green's very, like, gray. The and, movie. And, and there's but like Vin, a green tinge to the clouds. So it's never, it's, Diesel. it's never like blatantly told, but you know, it was like nuclear fallout and everything. So, um, dude's coming up to him and he was like, give me your bag or I'll <laughs> like, fucking kill I'm you. And then, and then Eli is like, put your hand on me again and you're going to lose that hand. He's like, what? And dude looks away. He doesn't even notice. Eli just very quickly takes out a machete, cuts his hand off. He doesn't even notice it. He pulls an Obi-Wan. Yeah. And he's he, goes, such... he goes, he goes, <laughs> yeah. and then disappears. And he's in such shock that he <laughs> tells his henchmen to kiss him. He goes, kiss him! Yeah. But then Eli's like, he's in shock. I think he meant killed him. And then he just slowly, like, backs up into the darkness, and he has this badass silhouette fight scene where he kills all of them. Because it's pitch black. Yeah, and he spares the lady. And then perfect. He, and then he keeps on Same walking. too. And, um... The Witcher. And, and, uh, the Same. lady says, where are you going? And then he says, west. 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 And so he... Adam. He, he, Miners he, he keeps on, on trucking. And then as well, he as he's walking, trucking, but... there's a bunch of these truck truckers, but they're not actually truckers; they're bikers. And they Who they and they come across you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a man and a lady, and they shoot the man and try to rape the lady. And then yeah. Eli is you know he could intervene, but then he has to tell himself. He he keeps repeating to himself, "It's Shh, it's not your concern. Path. Stay on the right path. Stay on the right path." Yeah. So he clearly right has path. a greater goal. That, that that means that he cannot you know risk his life if he doesn't have to, and so Still um, he he makes his way into this uh, little se- settlement, uh you know it's 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 decent it's decent for an apocalyptic settlement, and uh, he goes to this merchant and you know they 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 barter and all and then he gives him his uh, iPod and he takes his iPod to charge up batteries so they have they have you know generators they have electricity they're doing pretty well for the apocalypse they have you know pretty much everything you think they might need maybe including ho ass bitches but now we we get to we get to see a little bit of uh, the the governor of Sirius this little town is in this movie who <laughs> yeah who like, is all right who seems to be a, 
who seems to be about as old as Eli himself. He seems to be as, as old as Gary. Yeah. Who seems to be That's about... <laughs> that was pretty good. Because he's Gary Oldman. Yeah. I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. And he also plays Here He Is Black. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, Gary Oldman is an old man, and he is the governor Gary. of this place. And it's worth noting that he is about as old as Eli, and about everybody else who works under him is like, you know, 20 or 30. They know nothing of the world beforehand. And, uh, I mean, later later it's told that, you know, it's it's 30 years since the... Like, right now, it's like 30 years since the apocalypse happened. And so, he, he and Eli and uh, and Old Man's uh, lieutenant are like the only three people in this place who are actually literate. And he sends his men out to find books. Specifically one book, but they bring back a bunch of books and, and, and shampoo and things like that, which are considered, you know, treats. <laughs> I could have used yeah. a better word, but that's like the word the old man delicacies uses. Delicacies? Or... Yeah, delicacy. Well, he says treat when he gets the shampoo. And so, um, you know, uh, Eli goes to the bar so that he can get himself some water. And then uh, he has to touch a cat because for reasons I can't reveal now. And uh, he, he, he touches the cat. And then one of the dudes who uh, killed the guy and raped the lady earlier shows up and says, hey, you touched my cat. And then he's like, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. And then he's like, you want to fucking fight? And he's like, no. And then they fight and he kills them. And, he de- and then he proceeds to decapitate the heads off of almost every like bandit in that bar. And then uh, the, the governor comes out and old man comes out and sees him. And he's like, hey, I can use a guy like you. On, on, on my side, and you seem smart and literate in my age, so, you know, I could use you as a lieutenant. And he's like, nah, and he was like, well, how about stay the night and, 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 and fuck my stepdaughter? Stop kicking the table. Okay, am I kicking the table? Somebody is. Okay. Yeah. That was a big gulp. He scared of me. Speaking of big gulps, he has to stay the night with Mila Kunis, uh, who who is Gary Oldman's stepdaughter, essentially. Um, who is? Who is Claudia. A whole ass bitch. Okay, fuck you. Um, Claudia. Well, no. Claudia is also... <laughs> Claudia is very much blind. And also... <laughs> a bitch ass hoe. Oh, crazy, right? How the turntables? We just uh, 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 we Al Pacino podcast. Well, well, leave a comment um, right here on this time set and tell me how many times you laughed at that joke every time he repeated it. All right, so the last bitch. That would be funny. Um. Anyway. Um. So yeah, old man is like, well, how about you stay the night with my stepdaughter and think it over? And he's like, well, okay. And so he, they, they give him a room, they give him a bunch of food, and he interacts with Claudia, who is uh, the, the blind lady, and she likes him, and he's like, ha And so she walks off, and then he's reading his book that he carries around with him all the time. And, and he asks her how long yeah. um, she's been blind. Yeah, she says, he, since birth. And he also asks, uh, uh, did you lose your sight during the war, or was it the Flash? Right. 
And she said yeah. it was at birth, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, which does not establish exactly how he lost. Oh, ah. Cut that out, cut that out, cut that out, cut that out. All right. No. So anyway, Claudio leaves, and then Solara, who is her daughter, uh, old man's stepdaughter, comes in, Mila Kunis, and she's like, hey... Shut up, Meg. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm here to give you a good time. And he, like, very, you know, he very much, like, tries to hide the ball. He very much tells her to shut up, Meg. And and he's like, no, I don't, I don't want none of that. You can leave. And then she's like, no, can I please at least just stay? Can I, can I, can I please at least? Al Peter. She's like, no. bitch. I swear to fucking God, I will walk. (laughs) All right. Um. Alright. So she's like, please, I'll, I'll sleep on the floor. You just gotta let me stay here and, and, and yeah, make it well. seem like that I gave you a good time because otherwise my father will hurt my mother. My my old man will hurt my mother. <laughs> just keep going. No. Let me stay here, otherwise old man will hurt my mother. And then, she, and then he's like, alright. And so, you know, they, they have to stay the night. And then he gives her the food, and and they they eat the food together. And then while and right I'm before fine. they eat, right before they eat the food, I'm um, right before they eat the food, he does this thing to where you know they essentially uh, do grace, a seance, and and uh, you know she kind of she kind of learns from that. And she also sees that he has this book, and she's very intrigued by it. But he puts it away, and so she's like, you know. The grace thing and the book thing, is that connected? I don't know, but it makes me feel good. And so, uh, morning comes, and uh, Solara goes back to, uh, you know, her place. And Eli books the fuck out of there, because he's like, uh, maybe I done fucked up. Because I think I, I think that... You, you said, said he books, books the fuck out there. Yeah, yeah, he, he books the fuck out there because he knows the <laughs> old man is after his book. Based off of context clues and shit. And so, you know, he, he, he gets his iPod and is beats by Dre. And he just makes it the fuck out of there. And all this time, Solara is having breakfast with her mother. And she does the Grace thing. And Old Man overhears that. And then he's like, where'd you, where'd you hear that? And then she's like, oh, well, the Eli guy told me. And he's like... Was that out of his book? He has a book, right? And then she's like, no, he doesn't. And he's like, show me! Show me the book! And then she goes, eh! And then he's like, oh. And so he and his men run out, and they block off Eli from leaving the place. And then he's like, he he doesn't want to fight. He's like, hey, I know what that book is. You know what that book is. Stay here and, and help me give people faith. And Eli is like, no, because they're not going to give him faith. You're going to use it and essentially start a cult and then start cults in other places and be bad guy. So, no, I'm going west with the Bible it's because a, it's a Bible. It's a Bible. And so she and so he's like, I love this guy. I love this guy. Kill him, please. Because he's a hell ass bitch. And so and so. His lieutenant takes a shot at Eli, and Eli is not scathed at all, and he pauses, and he's like, hmm. And he keeps walking, and then there's a dude on the roof who shoots at him as well, and then he stops. And he's not scathed, but he's listening to where where the bullet's coming from. And so, 
They uh, another guy pulls out his gun, and then Eli pulls out his gun and fucking kills the dude on the roof, kills the dude over there, just pop, 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 kills everybody, and then he just fucking leaves, like a like a badass. And then it, oh, he also shoots old man in the leg, and so that's why they kind of have to retreat. Um, and so so old man's wounded. Uh, Eli's uh, you know pursuing on with his quest to go west with the book. And, um, quest to go west. Quest to go west with the book. And Solora kind of kind of escapes uh, the place, and uh, she she um, uh, she catches up with him, and then she's like, "Hey, take me with you. I don't want to be in this place." And he's like, "No, you need to go back." What? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to eat, but I'm also trying to get. Yeah, I know. I know. You just keep going. We have a bread cam ready. But anyway, um, bread cam. Uh, she's like, okay, well, you know, I can show you where uh, the town's water supply is because you look thirsty, and and so if I do that, can you can I stay with you? And he's like, yeah, fine. So she takes him to a watering hole, and while he's there, he reveals to her that um. <laughs> this is a book that uh, people have like fought after, uh, like during the war. It kind of tells her a little bit about how life was, you know, before, and kind of stresses the importance of taking this book to the West. And so, uh, as he leaves the watering hole place, he locks her in there. And, and he's like, I'm sorry, I still gotta go alone, but thanks for the water. And then she's like, hey. And he's like, what? And she says, fuck you. And then he's like, oh, this is a Christian movie, bitch. And so he leaves. Because <laughs> she's a ho-ass bitch. Yeah. She leaves. And, um, uh, he, huh? What? Wrap it up? No, I'm saying, like, you know, let's... Speed this well, up. the the idea. Oh, I'm trying the, to up. The idea was to be subtle so that we didn't point it out. Um, it we were trying to avoid a hole in the wall moment, and it happened anyway. So what? Yeah. So yeah, they they meet back up again because Laura breaks out and then she almost gets raped by these guys, but then uh, Eli saves her, and then he's like, "Okay, you can stay with me." But then in that, um, during that moment, old man and his crew. Uh, kind of catches up to them and so they have to escape and then they go into this uh, uh, I'm kind of getting it mixed up but they go and they take shelter in this house uh, mm. with these two old people mm. Mm. Uh, nuclear shelter like the they were inside the nuclear uh, tube cooling tube before, oh yeah the night before that uh, right okay you, you may actually have to help me here okay uh, it's not, she gets out of the place that he locks her up in. It, it doesn't really show how, but, you know, mm. that she probably was just let out. She catches up with him, and then, uh, she's about to get, like, raped by the same woman that he ran into earlier, like, when the whole hooligan yeah. people come around. Yeah. But he saves her from that, and then she's basically like, yeah, now I'm definitely coming along with you. That kind of thing. Mm. They seek shelter in the cooling tube of an old nuclear plant. And then she asks more about the book, and he talks a little bit about it. She finds out that his name is Eli because it's in his book bag. Mm. Um, oh yeah, because he shoots the guy in the wee wee. Yeah, he does do that. And um, so they wake up in the morning, 
And they go to the house in the story. Right? To the to the house with the old people who seem right who seem all right until they look in the backyard and notice that there's a graveyard, people that they've eaten their cannibals. And so he's like, No, we gotta leave, we gotta leave. But then as they're about to leave, uh old man and his dude show up uh with with an army and they're like, Okay, last chance to give me the book and he's like, Nope and they're like, Fire and so they have a shootout, the two old people die. And they bring out a Gatling gun, da, 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 da. and so uh, Eli and uh, Solara have to come out. They basically been defeated, and then they get the book from Eli, and then uh, old man shoots Eli in in the the kidney or something in the side, and he uh, he's left for dead. And they take Solara, but then as they're going back with Solara, she um, kills the driver. And uh, and and the and the dude who was uh, told to, yeah, it, and to kills the driver and old man's lieutenant, and then uh, blows up the other truck with the gun. And there's only one truck left, and it, and it just has old man and one of his henchmen. But he has the book, and they're like, "Well, yeah, fucker, we don't have enough. We barely have enough gas to get back to the place. So go back to the place." Old man's like, oh, "I want anyway, right?" And so. Uh, Solara takes a car, goes and picks up Eli, and then they drive west, and they, uh, go, they, they end up in, uh, San Francisco, and, um, Eli's like, we gotta go there, and then, and then she looks at where he points, and it's Alcatraz, and so they take a little rowboat to Alcatraz, and, and they get there, and this is all intercut, with a uh, old man finding out that the book that he stole that he got from Eli, um, the Bible is actually in Braille. He can't read it. Guess what? Eli was blind the whole time. Well, one eye. Yeah. And, I've yeah. got I've I've got my eye on you, kid. It, it all connects to Fat yeah. Man. Yeah. Eli it's was the blind universe. the whole time, and then Eli the uh, the, Eli meets up with Alcatraz guys. And they have like their own. They have their new like uh, their own press working, and they've been like collecting books, and they're going to reteach the new world. And they've never had a Bible come in before. And he's like, "Do you have it?" And he was like, "Yes, I have one in my possession." And he's like, "It is a really cool line." Like, uh, may I ask what kind of condition it's in? And he's like, "It's beat up." And I'm like, "Oh man, it's, it's badass." And so anyway, uh, he um he by by memory recites the entirety of the Bible and they they type it up and they make their own copy and they and they slide in a, a holy Bible uh, Alcatraz press and uh, old man is defeated because he tries to get his blind wife to read it but then uh, she she fakes that you know she she doesn't know how to read Braille anymore and she also points out uh, the wound on his leg he's like she's like I can smell it it's rotting. It's like you have failed, and and all of his men are essentially just you know killing each other now, and his society is crumbling, and 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 all in the pursuit of religion. Yes, and and religion prevailed, but Eli dies. But um, Solara takes the takes takes a copy of the book, and uh, she goes back to her place. And and she's going to save them. In the book and, of Eli too. And the the book <laughs> of the Solara sequel, coming and, out this year. And the book of Solara. The book of Solara. There you go. Yeah, the, book of, go. the book of the book of Salazar Slytherin. Right. Yeah. The end. 
Um, so this book is also, uh, the Spiderwick Chronicles, but for big boys. <laughs> I've never seen That's that. funny. Yeah. Have you not? No. Oh my god. Well, I, haven't, the, I haven't seen that. The point is, is out. that it also revolves around a book. And also revolves around a bad guy trying to get a book. Yeah. Here's the problem, though. This is why this movie's not good. Because, in Spiderwick Chronicles, uh, <laughs> One of the best lines is from the Ogre Man. And he just goes, he goes, The book! <laughs> and there was not a line in this film where he went, The book! But and, you know what? He makes, he, that is a point. And it's not a good movie because of that. Yeah. Sorry, Nate. Um, Have you ever seen Spider-Man Chronicles? Good question, it's bad so answer. My parents bought me the book one time to get me to read, and I was like, no. <laughs> I don't want to read. <laughs> Chris said, "I I can't." He's like the I people. In the it didn't interest me. I liked I liked Goosebumps though. And was, look at you now. And look at you now. Yeah, you would. No, I uh, I was always Goosebumps afraid of me. that one episode of Goosebumps where the mask got stuck on the the girl. That like the. I vaguely remember. No, I I, I, I it was absolutely terrifying, and it was specifically because of her like ghoulish like laugh or whatever when she had the mask on. And the idea that it was stuck on you, like I like, because I remember there was a PE class where we watched that, which really shows that I lived in America. What? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we would always watch yeah. it at school. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and it was during PE, and I remember I was like, yeah, I can't watch this. I'm scared. I was like in like fourth grade, maybe third grade. Maybe they showed it to you so that you'd run away from the TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just went into a room directly outside of it and sat down and. I don't even remember what I did, but it was me and like some other, like one other girl who I think had like a religious reason for not watching it. I, oh. I you know, the same one that forbids you from watching Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Right, 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 right. Whatever, whatever that. <clears throat> no, I was also too scared, and yeah. I probably still am. I fucking love. Well, it, it's funny during quarantine, uh, my cousin and I actually watched it because I had mentioned that I was scared of it, and she was like, "You just gotta, you just gotta like watch it again as you're an adult." And I was like, I can't do it. And I watched the entire thing, and I was like, like it was so odd. It was like literally like I had to move myself away from the TV. And I watched, and I got through it, and I realized I was like, oh, I was like, I'm, I'm okay. Like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's weird, man. Like this children's show doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah. And you know why that's Who relevant? Because Goosebumps is a book. Was this marketed as a Christian film? No. Or no. a religious film, I'll say uh, that. I don't remember. When, it was when I, before I saw it, I thought it was a war movie. Mm. Interesting. Because I always, and this just may be, you know, my prowess in the uh, Christian uh, uh, documentation. But uh, when I saw Book of Eli, like the title, I was like, oh, like the Bible. <laughs> he said, "You know how well known. Well, he got it. <laughs> how familiar I am with the Bible. That title, that the Bible. <laughs> well, I just been like, like when people refer to books, yeah, in the Bible, if they're like, if they're like Kyle, and they're like, I've read the Bible, or parts of it at least. Uh, they I've read go the entirety of it, including, um, including a lot of the uh, non-canonical texts and the apocrypha." Which is like in the Catholic Bible. Point proven. Um, they'll say like, oh, the book of Job. 
Well, the book of Genesis. Or if you're from the South, the book of Job. The book of Levitakis. Or, or if you're my dad, Levitakis. the book of Get a Goddamn Job. <laughs> right? That's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's blasphemy. No, it's okay. That's blasting you. You don't even know what blasphemy is. That's right. Tell me, what, what's blasphemy? Me? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What, what is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit? Huh? No, you're wrong. All Saying right. the word goddamn. No, that's that's actually not it. Well, and look at you now. I was told that it was like if you if you say that you're saved but you're not. And no. and I Okay. Well it, blasphemy is like It's attributing to well, God blasphemy that which is like that that which could be attributed to Satan. Blasphemy, so blasphemy old is. man's entire motive. Yeah. So I was right then. Kind of. Goddamn. What's this movie about? Um well, here's the thing. So the most obvious thing is about like the the religious faith and uh, succeeding much like Job, having faith uh, regardless of your circumstance. Mm. Uh, but I want to take it a little different, and I want to uh, talk about the dangers of religion. Real quick, I want to say uh, if you Google blasphemy, the uh, di- the dictionary uh, definition is essentially profanity. Yeah, and that's incorrect. Yeah, uh, because that's not it does attributed to religion, but it essentially boils down to profanity. Yeah, well, and and what dictionary is that from? Uh, it just says dictionary. I mean, it's the Oxford first languages. That, yeah, that's uh, isn't yeah. that the? No, I'm thinking of Merriam-Webster. But either either way, Merriam. that's that's not um, that's not how it's understood in the actual religious sense. So in the religious I want sense, everybody to understand. To blasphemy. Ready, watch this. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to understand that right now, Kyle is saying the dictionary is wrong. Yeah, I'm allowed to say that. You know yeah. why? Because the dictionary changes its definitions. You know, they changed the yeah, they changed the definition of racism last to... year. <laughs> We've had but that conversation, not... but I really don't want to have it on. But you're on not air. supposed to question authority. <laughs> and that's what this movie's about. See how I did that? Mm-hmm. I set that Look one up. That. Hey. I set that one up. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. Huh? I think this movie's about uh, power and purpose. Uh, to put it into two words. The double P's. Yeah, the PP. I mean, so I think the, in a way it, it is about, like, uh, in interpretation <clears throat> and, and definition and, and how it can be used in either a good way or a corrupt way. Like the Catholic Church or the Protestant Church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ow! <laughs> Not to say one is more right than the other. Right. Which, because right. they're both wrong. But, well... Old man is well, the only character who is actually his his goal is to use the book, like is to is to actually teach the book to other people. Yeah. Uh, um, Eli's goal is solely just to get that word out to other people so that they can read it for themselves. Oh, dude! So it is just a massive like reinterpretation of Luther versus the Catholic Cause, Church. Because what? Because exactly. Yeah. What I suppose, yeah. Eli's like beliefs is? I mean, obviously he believes in God, but like exactly like how he believes that and everything. That's that's not known, you know. No, it's not at all. No, yeah, the specifics of yeah. of any of anything, yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, you can assume since he memorized the entire Bible that he, he at least he uh, at least believes that the entirety of it is true, you know. Yeah. And so, but even then, you get into the question of how does that apply to everyday life, you know. <clears throat> Or hit specifically well, yeah. his everyday Well, I life. know for a fact he, well, he says uh, when he's about to die, he's like, uh, he says 
he says something along the lines of like I I I, I did the 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 good work or whatever and is like please forgive me for the bad things I've done mm-hmm. also yeah because yeah, so. uh, you know he's had to because like when you're and this is in the Bible a lot of times is like you know you read you read it and you realize that hey the people that are claiming to be on the side of God especially by our standards have done some pretty bad things yeah like think of the story of Joshua there it was essentially he went into the mm-hmm. land of Canaan and, and killed every single Canaanite now in reality he didn't actually kill every single Canaanite and it wasn't a genocide because specifically it took place over the course of an entire generation which time is, is time years. is relative but but yes. But yeah, he didn't kill every single Canaanite uh, either. It was just the the armies that that they you know took over. But numbers either way, are also it's like, relative, like the Book of Numbers. But it's a, yeah. but it, it is interesting because you know he does he does kill people and he does state some remorse for it. But because he has this purpose that's higher than that. Well, I yeah, and uh, not to say that it necessarily justifies it, but that it does to him specifically. I, I like how he, um, I mean, you know, it, it, it coincides with the title of, of the film, The Book of Eli. It's like he, Denzel Washington's character, is portrayed as a, you know, protagonist of the Bible. Where, like, he's he's more of an agent for, mm-hmm. for God. He's a holy man, but he is still a man. He's not like Jesus. He is not without sin. Yeah. Well, and, and, aware. and that's why it, when I, when I read the title, I was like, oh, the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, I would also say the protagonist of the Bible is God, not not any well, person in it. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like Samson and right, yeah, right, 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 and Job. You know, is about Job, not God. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what happens <laughs> in thirty plus of the chapters in Job, because you only know the first two. They talk. Guarantee he it. talks to Guarantee the other. It. He talks to the other people about what happened to him. Mm-hmm. How do they respond? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Fake fan. I only. You're know a the... fake fan of God. Hey, I... <laughs> I, I never claim to be of, a fan of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I also haven't read the entirety, so yeah, I've read up to. You can skip Chronicles. the uh, genealogical stuff. That's important. I wish I did. Yeah. <laughs> it, it gets pretty mind numbing. That's important yeah. stuff, actually. Yeah, the only the only point of the genealogical stuff, as far as I can tell, is the fact that it's just tracing the source of wisdom, essentially, because yeah, that's hey. how you would do it. You'd be like. Like, that's what, well, the the apostles, like, the students of the apostles were, in the Eastern Orthodox Church, specifically, they can trace back who taught them all the way down to one apostle. So if you talk to somebody who's in the East, who is a, uh, 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 let's say, uh, I, I forget what they call them, but, like, an, an epistle, if you talk to one of them in the Eastern Orthodox Church, they can trace back who taught them all the way down to Paul or John or... Or you know Peter or any any of those guys, um, because that that's the point of it is like you like I didn't I didn't just create this wisdom it comes from yeah. this important yeah. person who got it from God you know. And one day, in the far future, uh, they'll be like Eli taught me. Yeah. So uh, I do want to talk quite a lot actually about the idea of an apocalypse, because um, clearly this is post apocalyptic. The way that I took it initially, given like the opening scene, was that it was like nuclear. Um, but then they say stuff, stuff like there was a hole in the sky and the sun broke through, which means oh, I assume fuck. that the ozone layer was compromised, and that's why the UV ray. Because because like in a nuclear apocalypse, the entire world wouldn't be destroyed; it would just be 
a lot of the civilized world. And the fact that it's a barren wasteland everywhere except for, like, California, strangely enough, or Alcatraz, that island, which is odd if you're taking it from the perspective of, like, this is nuclear war. It seems more likely that it's... it, it, It seems more likely that nukes did go off, certainly, and enough of them went off that it destroyed the ozone layer and then a bunch of ultraviolet radiation came in and basically fried everything and that's why you got to wear shades out because they're still recovering from that and all that stuff at least that's the way that i took that's why there's no water as well because in an apocalypse there would well in a nuclear apocalypse there would still be water it would just be radioactive but there's no water which i mean relatively this was my uneducated uh assumption but i i was thinking yeah i mean it, it could be nuclear and it, and it makes sense that uh uh california isn't hit as bad because i would think in a nuclear war that the nukes would like i mean it would come from the east most likely it depends well, on who's firing yeah, on who's firing but I, i'm just thinking as like the u.s it did. Uh, they like, did the u.s did snakes up smash from smash brothers where he they they uh his up smash he shoots a mortar straight up and it comes straight back down. That's what, that's what the U.S. <laughs> that's, that's that's what the leftists want to do to yeah. the U.S. right now. This is and a nuke in someone's backyard and they want it off like a bottle rock. Yeah. And, and they'll go. The Republicans did it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, well, if it was like China or like Russia firing nukes, then yeah. I would assume they'd go across the Pacific because I think there's less like. Notice how area. he didn't say North Korea because they're not good at it. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Kim Jong. Well, no, I, 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 I was, I was he's gonna, just... He's going to hack us like he did in so I'm going to do... Uh, the interview I'm going to pull an Iron Man 3. This is my address. I, I was just Come thinking, I mean, the, the 1432 uh, Malibu, Malibu point. point. That's right, terrorists. Fuck you! This is the war on terrorism. This <laughs> oh, podcast this right, right here, here is the war on goddamn terrorism. Find, to... find me when I'm in my car. That's all I gotta say. I was only oh. thinking specifically that the East would be nuking because he's traveling west. Well, so. Cuba is east, and they had a nuclear missile crisis. Okay, right? They're east, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're like east. They're they're east to California. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, there is no direction if you don't have a point of origin. Think about that. There is no north unless you're stated somewhere. But is it established that it's like this worldwide? Worldwide. I I, I assume so. Well, see, I don't I don't know because because the opening I I would also assume so. But the opening scene he's like in in like a forest mm-hmm. or something, right? Yeah. Well, he's surrounded by trees. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie he's not until he gets to California, which is very strange to me. Well, I I kind of figured that uh, he was like exiting. Like, I, I don't know exactly where he is, but it seems like he could be exiting, like, I don't know, like, Louisiana or something, and then going going west towards, like, the deserty areas. That's just, uh, there's no way that, like... It's clear that the entirety of the United States, at the very least, has been compromised. Mostly like this. Well, you would say almost entirely, because, like, um, the U.S. has, like, so many, like, uh, military stations yeah. that would declare martial law in these areas. You wouldn't have, like... You know, you wouldn't revert back to the 1800s 30 years after that. Yeah, you know? I don't I, I don't know. Louisiana well, is a little far, though. That's like at least 100 miles. It is a lot. I mean, I'm sure there are forests in... Um, <laughs> I don't um, know about that, Kyle. 
insert state. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it really does depend where he's at. I don't know if I, he's in Northern California. I'm sure there's or, trees in like Ohio. Well, I mean, there there are forests in California. I mean, the redwood forest is where they shot Endor from Star Wars, like uh, Episode Six. So, it's also but, but where even, the forest is. Right. What? Well, you you said like you said the redwoods. Like in Star Wars, as if it were uh, not really known. <laughs> You're like the redwoods. Uh, like in Star Wars, if, for those of you who don't <laughs> know what the red, redwoods know. are. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but there there are forests in California. Yeah, for so, those of you who didn't know, so theoretically, he could have already been in California because he's been walking the. I guess that's true. He's been walking this know. distance for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. So it's it it's oh he could okay. be in okay. California already fair. at the start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, th- no, yeah, that's what I assume. Yeah, I mean, he uh, not from the time he gets ambushed too. to the well, from the start of the movie to him getting there, it's like within a day or two. Yeah, but anyways, apocalypse. Um, no. I think people understand apocalypses incorrectly, um, because an apocalypse doesn't necessarily mean the end of the world as you know it. An apocalypse translated from the Greek <laughs> term would we'll disagree. Well, then they're stupid. But um, apocalypse translated from the, the Greek root word of it means to unveil. Um, and the point of an apocalypse being written, which specifically apocalyptic uh, apocalypses started to be written in, I believe, like around 400 a- uh, BC, or excuse me, BC. Um, there we go. We're good now. Um, but... They, they were starting to be written around then, and they continued up until, like, the 1st or 2nd century A.D. Or, excuse C.E. Um, and, um, and basically all it is is it's a type of literature... For those of you uh, who didn't know. ...in which the, the point is that a divine uh, uh, character is unveiling this long-held mystery. And you see this a lot in the Hebrew Bible, or... I don't know why I said Hebrew Bible, just the Bible in, in general. But you see this a lot uh, with Old Testament the writings British like Bible. like uh, Daniel. Um, and there are bits of it that are in Isaiah um, and, uh, you know, a little bit in Ezekiel as well. But specifically Daniel is like the first one that it has a lot of apocalyptic language. Job, uh, or not Job, uh, Joel. Yeah, you don't um, even know what Job's about. Yeah, I don't. So Joel is also like a good apocalyptic work. But, and then also like the most well-known one is the book of revelation but it's also in uh mark and i believe matthew the little apocalypse that jesus talks about the sermon on the mount of olives but um again like in like specific i'll talk about revelations because everybody's more like familiar with that one in terms of like kind of generally what happens but uh, the idea is that the entire process that's going on is god unveiling the plan for humanity and it's not necessarily that in the in the end of the world this is what it's going to look like as we know it. the point the point of revelations is to say what's happening now is going to keep happening over and over again and these this is why it grows this it grows what what is happening under the reign of domitian in the roman empire um uh around like a hundred I, I believe it's like 90 uh uh ce um and it takes what's happening under the roman empire and it's saying this this persecution this terrible thing that is happening this i'm going to upscale it to this cosmic imagery of good versus evil because that is what's happening under all of these rulers that's what happens under 
Hitler, under Joseph Stalin, um, under Trump if you're a Democrat, under Biden if you're um, if you're a Republican, uh, during the Cold War. Uh, this is this is it fits to everything. Not because the Bible is specifically being like, ooh ooh ooh, this is what's going to happen at the end of the days. It's going to be in 2012 or 2021 or 2022. Oh. Um, but it, it's not that it's specifically saying this is what's going to happen and that it has all this quoted or coded language and stuff. It's the point is saying this terrible thing that's happening is this continual <laughs> battle of good yeah, versus well, evil. And that's so. that's the point of of an apocalypse. <laughs> I saw you look up quotes from Age of Ultron, and I'm scared because <laughs> I didn't mention chaos. You know, you didn't. I didn't. Anyway, keep talking about uh, apocalypse. No, I I mean I, I hit the base kind of now now that we hear that and then everything else. Now that you've heard the entire. It's funny that you uh, mentioned 20, 2012 because uh, I showed Claire some clips of twenty twelve earlier because that was my favorite movie when I was in middle school. Really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. So we're go- we're throwing it back to Age of Ultron, baby. Also, I m- I mentioned prophecy real real quick. I, uh, Revelations is not prophecy. And there's an interesting quote from a Jewish philosopher, Maimonides, um, who lived around like the 12th century. And he said that prophecy is just understanding people really well. And that's what an apocalypse is. A prophecy is not being able to be like, oh, on this specific day and this specific time, this is going to happen. Prophecy is being able to look at human behavior Kyle and abstract talk for twenty minutes and, about apocalypses and abstract something. <laughs> um, it, it's being able to look at human behavior and abstract something. Um, that approximates what is going to happen. And that's why all prophecy is vague, because it fulfills multiple things at multiple times, because prophecy is understanding human behavior really, really well. Like in Harry Potter. They say, what is it, like the end of summer? What is the... It's like at the end of summer, your killer is going to be born. And and it was Neville Neville and and Harry. Harry. But we don't know which one. Which is another thing that J.K. Rowling got... Got really, really well in that series. Because it's a, it's a prophecy, yeah. like Kyle said. Um, the reason I'm bringing up Age of Ultron is because... Chaos <laughs> and order. Um, they think it's different, but it's the same. Well, as we've stated previously... That's the only quote I know. Kyle, you are a human. And Ultron said, or, or Vision was like, humans. I don't want to carry this argument so, over into, anyway, the, into the next year, please. Anyway, well, it's too late now. Anyway. Um, the but, next year, Kyle, it's 2022. Yeah. This year. Correct. No, this from, year. From last year. Right. That's what I'm saying. I didn't uh, want to carry this argument uh, over. <laughs> <laughs> don't let the people know. <laughs> um... But it's it, it, uh, an unveiling and sort of like a cleansing, a washing, uh, water, lots of it for at least 40 days and 40 nights, uh, tends to have the effect of starting again. Uh, 10 bucks if you get that reference. <laughs> 10 bucks if you understand one of the best, most well-known stories in the Bible. Uh, I know that one. Also, it's interesting that you say that because in an apocalypse, right, everything is destroyed and like built anew afterwards but it's destroyed it like in in the story of noah it's destroyed with water because water specifically the sea is the ultimate symbol of chaos um right and so that's and and it's like that because of the sea serpent uh tiamat but also like i said in the uh you look at like think that? in the gingerbread uh episode we were talking about uh how they thought that the world was on like these uh pillars oh, gin- wait 
the gin- the gingerbread uh, off thing. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. okay. Um, but on the uh, like the earth was on these pillars, and then surrounded by those pillars were this seawater from which chaos came. Um, and uh, so, and and that's one of the things that God talks about in Job is that He's destroyed the Leviathan, He's destroyed the Behemoth. These like I said, symbols of ultimate cosmic uh, chaos and power. He's He's wrestled with those, and the point of Job is being like, "Who are you to question my will? Who are you?" Did you take the Leviathan? Did you take on Behemoth? No, you didn't. You're just a mere person. So you should take what I'm saying as absolute fact because I am God. And he's a Sith. And he's a Sith. And only Sith deal with absolutes. And only That's true. Only Sith deal with absolutes. Subtle. So go go um what were you talking about? Um, that nobody cares about. Claire thought that was funny. I'm going to cut all of your audio yeah. out. No, I'm editing this. <laughs> no, I'm editing it. No, I am. Yeah. I haven't edited one this year. Yeah. So what, what year? 22. 22? We're in um, 2022. Well, that's what I'm God. feeling. Oh, okay. Oh, um, uh, yeah, because the Bible. Is feeling 22? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Um. Well, no, but uh, uh, so apocalypse is you know they they get rid of everything, right? Essentially, um, so that the best of us can arise. Now the worst of us also arise, but because stories, uh, the good always prevails, right? Like in Daredevil, the the good will always rise up to meet the evil, um, and so in. In evolutionary terms as well, but as far as morality goes, there will always be those that are that are good, and they they'll be better because they've learned what the previous society has done wrong, and they have to choose to be better if they're going to survive and rebuild society essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, this film is an example of that because there's this one man with this one Bible who has sworn an oath essentially to carry it across the country in his mind and reproduce it. Um, which, you know, he could easily just not care. He could easily give up, and, and he could live and do whatever he wanted to. But he doesn't choose to. Uh, my point in all of this is Ultron envisioned purpose. near the end of Age of Ultron. Um, Ultron says to uh, Wanda, it looks like, um, he goes, Ultron says, the human race will have every opportunity to improve. Uh, Quicksilver says, and if they don't, Ultron says, ask Noah. Wanda says, you're a madman. And then Ultron says, there are more than a dozen extinction level events before even the, the dinosaurs got theirs. When the earth starts to settle, God throws a stone at it. Uh, my reason for bringing that up is, number one, God, right? Like, you know, he does mention it. He does mention that, and therefore it's the same movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, but also it's it's. I think it's pointing out the fact that like this apocalypse isn't the end. It's an opportunity to improve, to be better than we were before. Even though Ultron ultimately wants to kill all the humans because he's butt hurt that Daddy didn't choose him. I think it's also yep. sorry. Uh, it's also interesting if I remember correctly. Uh, he 
when like the scene right after that when he meets uh captain america he refers to him as uh god's favorite angel or america's ass that's well, a he movie. does. Oh, he right. he specifically refers to him as yes, God's he does. angel. And uh, you know, the movie, the next like Avenger movie right after that is Civil War. It is. Um, so it is. I don't know. Let me think about that for a second. I think um, going but, with the idea that like there is something, there is always something after destruction. I I think that's that's true. I mean, we've seen that in like post war. Well, I mean, and even literally, even like. Uh, in uh, Idiocracy, um, there's like no plants. And even after however long, hundreds of years, they put a little bit of water in the earth and flo- mm-hmm. and flowers start to grow back. Yeah. Um, it's because like everything has potential in it. And it's, it's like people too. Because everybody has all of this potential in them. And, and the world and more malevolent people, you know, compress that and and beat that down but there is always something and it's like the best the best thing that a friend can be for somebody i think is somebody who encourages the development of another person um because well um, it's like i've said before it's like you know imagine just dragons no imagine how how get it how much better you could be if only you had just a little bit of encouragement from other people and you truly didn't allow yourself to be stopped by your own self-consciousness. Um, and there's no, there's really no limiting principle to what you could accomplish and what you could do, but you do need just that, that you need that initial help from somebody else. That's why you can't be um, self, uh, I'm, I'm losing the word I, I'm, I'm searching for here, but that's why you can't do everything by yourself. Because yeah, yeah. uh, you, do, you do need others. And that's the Autonomous. best part about that's the best part about like civilization too is that it cultivates that out of you which i think is why eli and his book uh, are pretty mythological because he doesn't have that at all mm-hmm. as a matter of fact he has the exact opposite um and the only person that does somewhat uh push him forward is mila kunis yeah but even then it's not it's a it's a out of curiosity for what he has not his yeah. purpose well i mean but he also has like a divine purpose, right? Is, and that's what is, I'm saying. Which is, I think, is I think is different from the vast majority of of people on this planet. I don't think most people have what they feel is a truly God talked to me, and I heard him as if you as if he was sitting right there, and I heard his voice tell me what to do, um, and then I went and did it. I, I think that's. I think that would be different because if you did hear that, who the hell are you to to refuse that? Mm-hmm. Seriously, you know, yeah. um, like if you heard you know God's voice tell you, "I need you to go do this thing that seems impossible," like who who are you to say no? I can't yeah. do that. Um, but I, I like I said, I think for the vast majority of people, you don't have that. You may feel like a divine inkling of inspiration, yeah. perhaps, or even revelation. Maybe I mean, I, I think yeah. a lot of people have that. Um, but it's not the same as like hearing the voice of God, like Moses or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people of, of faith and, and, and who would say that, you know, they, they don't have any religious belief. Oh, sorry. People who like do have faith and even those who would say that they don't have religious beliefs, there are times where, you know, in, in any part of anybody's life, you would see a sign or, or something that kind of tells you 
something. I have more of a point there, but I lost it. Yeah. No, but, I, I, yeah. Got, I got what you're saying, though. Here, let me help you. With, with this... Let's see this. Found it. Ah, because he had a point. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, with this, I, I, I feel like it, it is saying that, that Eli is actually hearing from God because of, I mean, a lot of the things that he says. He, he's, he says outright that uh, he... Like when when the shootout in the house, uh, she's like, "What what did what did he say?" And then he said, "Oh, you and I will make." It. He said, "You and I will both make it out of this." And she's like, "What about the other people?" Didn't say anything about them. Yeah, but no, I, yeah. I I agree. Okay, we have a lot to talk about, and we are running way over okay. time here. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, the idea of religion in general, the bad guy using the book, he's like, it helps. Wait. I have, like, a specific uh, bit here that I wrote. Um, But he was like, imagine how right... This isn't an exact quote, but he was like, imagine how righteous this world would be uh, and how people would understand their purpose if they had that book. It's a weapon aimed at the hearts and the minds of the weak and the desperate. He he defines the word of God, the Logos, as a weapon uh, to be used um, for subjugation. and that's what's and that's what's so interesting is because obviously like Eli when he when he's first asked hey you know give over the book Eli's like no I have a better place to bring it and you would just use it for ill-gotten gains and and that's exactly true because and and that's why I think there there's this interesting relation between the word of God and power because it's like um it, it's very interesting because you have something that's inspired by you know god um and you know maybe even the the exact word of god let's let's even say that it is the exact words of god and they are holy and they are meant to bring freedom and peace to everybody and a set of moral guiding principles in which everybody can live co-harmoniously and yet you can still use that to destroy mm-hmm. that's really fascinating mm-hmm. um because moral oral Sorry, I hate he. Well, plugs. he's he's watched yeah. it, so he can yeah. Bat me out but I, well, no, and and that's the problem that a lot of people have with religion in general. Um, Is that bothering you? Well, I just to <clears throat> go, but um, that's what a lot of people have with uh, that's a lot of the issues that people have with religion in general, and specifically in fundamentalist households where it's very oppressive in its nature. It's like it's it's so it's it's so absurd to me that you can read something like a biblical text and and get out of that that you should force people um to abide by those um tenets and the thing is is that we how does this relate to the movie this is this is literally what the bad guy's plan yeah. is. yeah okay you absolute okay. dumbass well you it, i felt like a tangent was coming on so well i was trying yeah to well, let him i was trying to understand this idea myself and i was trying to talk it out but clearly jake has other plans in mind so yes mm-hmm. it makes it feel that word that you said how does that relate to the movie because so, no how does that relate to the movie i'm about to tell you okay oh that's interesting because you were about to tell me something <laughs> but i cut you off to ask how it related but you hadn't gotten through your point yet that's huh there's been a lot of tension in this episode. And we broke bread at the beginning, which proves that God's not real. Um, continue with that, since now I'm the most hated person on the podcast. 
Target told me. I called her Meg Griffin in my notes. (laughs) Meg Griffin? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I couldn't remember her name. um, So, long story short, what I was what I was eventually going to be getting to is the idea that you can't create your own morals from nothing. Um, in fact, uh, Nietzsche, uh, Frederick Nietzsche, Nietzsche, why did I say that? Frederick Nietzsche. I found my Nietzsche. Um, yeah. <laughs> Frederick Nietzsche in, uh, in the 19th century wrote explicitly about this when he said, you know, God's not dead. Everybody, you know, everybody and their mom who, who's atheist is like, yeah, that's my shit. Bad movie. Don't bring, yeah, I, was, I knew you were going to say that. Um, but yeah, uh, Nietzsche is like, yeah, God's not dead. But nobody focuses on the later half of that sentence or that that thought. It's like God's not dead, and we killed and him. We killed him. Yeah, I've said this before on the podcast, yeah. haven't I? Okay. So, but it that it, the point that he was making throughout that bit is that uh, bit. Damn it! I hate that I refer to it as that. The point that he was making throughout that is that um, because we devise, be, we we've essentially killed him because we think that we don't need some sort of higher power that gives us our limiting principles because you can't construct that from nothing because when you do you get communism and you get marxism and (laughs) and specifically frederick nietzsche said tens of millions of people will die when these systems are implemented when you kill god you get communism well yes essentially because again they it was what happens when you try to devise your own morals absent of the wisdom of the past and when you do that people die and people suffer um because you know some things are tried and true and i think it's the uh, there's an old adage um i can't remember who said this and this is you guys are going to want me to shut up as soon as i start this but um let's say you're alone in a in a field and there's uh just just two there, there's just a small fence and it doesn't stop anything it's just a small fence it's just in the middle of the field for no reason a uh, conservative comes up and he looks at that and he says and he says, I don't know why this fence is here. I'm going to find out before I tear it down. And a person on the left comes down and says, I don't understand the point of this. I'm tearing it down. And then a person from Resident Evil 2 says, oh, this fence is no higher than my titties. I need to backtrack and find a key to it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Instead but, of jumping over it. Right. <laughs> but the, the point being is that, like, you, you, you have to understand that there is wisdom in the past. And it's not that the past is always great and always grand and always moral it's that you learn from it and you you don't just use that as a word like oh yeah if you if you you doomed to repeat history blah 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 i hate i fucking hate that because anything that's turned into just a turn of phrase loses all of its meaning because really if you think about that you go yeah you should you should understand history so that way you don't repeat it then why the hell are you trying to repeat it name all the history Name all the history. Go ahead, I'll wait. Yeah, damn it. He got there before me. But seriously, you you have to understand what has happened in the past. And not just understand it, but understand why it happened. And once you understand why it happened, then maybe you can think about, how can I make things better? Instead of devising some stupid strategy off of your own incompetence, you know, who the hell are you? I'm Jake. I don't know, but... And it's not the and it's not that you don't have like moral sympathies, but but they do need to be cultivated, because um, constructing your own morals that are not based in something of revelation fall apart because they either fall short of interpretation of interpreted actions or lack a force from above that keeps you within bounds. 
and and that's kind of in the story of Moses as well. Um, the idea that when they're going through the wilderness for forty years, um, uh, Moses uh, is uh, kind of judging over all of the specific issues that the Israelites have as they're going through the desert, and he's doing so so much that I think it's I think it's his brother-in-law. It's somebody who's related to him is like, hey, you're doing this way too much. You gotta you gotta calm down. You've gotta you know give off some power to some other people because you're taking on too much. Um, and over the course of this 40 years, then it's like this inspiration hits them. It's this revelation from on high, and it's the Ten Commandments. It's these rules that he's abstracted from the set of, of these common issues that are amongst everybody. And, th and that is revelation, in a sense. Um, and, and that's... I have so much to say about this, and I, I hate it because I feel like we're going to go over a lot more. But I think that's... The point that I'm trying to make is that you can't... You can't formulate your own values based on nothing. And when you turn the values from other systems on their head, what do you expect to get but the complete opposite of what they aspire to, to bring about? And that's what this movie's about? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Sorry, Jake doesn't listen whenever I talk. Yeah. He says, I'd rather just interrupt. All right, boys. Um... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, for for twenty two. Yeah, yeah. We're we're giving our present in advance, which is bickering. Anyway, so yeah. Um, which reminds me of a quote. You argue and you bicker and you fight. Atheists and Catholics, Jews and Hindus argue day and night over what they think is true, but no one entertains the thought that maybe God does not believe in you. What's that from? Bo Burnham. Oh, okay. Yeah. Figures. From uh, what? Uh... Uh, from back when he was actually funny. He's still a master man. He's still a mastermind. Masterminds usually evil. Yeah. Mega He. Yeah. Inside. Inside was a masterpiece, and it, and it was funny, but it was it, it was depressing, which makes sense because he was depressed. But this was back when he was more funny than depressed. He hit it more, and that's what you should do as an entertainer. All right. Uh, that's what we do, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, Bo. I love you. All right. Uh, I'm sure he listens. I'm uh, sure he's one of the I'm favorite sure, people. I'm sure he loves that we, I just refer to him on a first-name basis. <laughs> we have disbanded the Ready or Not scale because mm -hmm. it's... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we will replace it soon with something. With the Belco experiment scale. Mm -hmm. Once I understand what the hell that is. It'll be replaced. Uh, all right. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to give this movie a rating out of 10. Uh, I'm going to hit it with there a 6. There were explosions. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Actually, no, sorry. Continue. Uh, I'm going to hit it probably with a 6 out of 10. <laughs> this movie was okay. I would say 7 out of 10, also because 7 Everything. is a holy number. Like Just how much as... I enjoyed it or how much I think it's a good movie? Or, or how much is objectively or subjectively? Both. I think you can take, all. yeah. I think you can take both of those into accounts. I think it was written fine. I think it was too on the nose. At some is points. five like, is five the average of the movie, or is uh, five is average and ten is far exceptional and zero is the worst thing I've ever seen? Correct. That's our yes, scale. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then, yeah, seven and a half. Okay. 
Okay. I'll go seven. Now we understand our scaling. Yeah. Now we're doing a normal scale. I, you guys, uh, you mentioned it earlier about the color grading. I honestly love the color grading. You notice they had green and the clouds. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, I don't know. I like the hue of the clouds. Um, it, it made it made things hard to see for me. Well, yes. well, that's why. Yeah, it put you in respect of everybody else. But I, I like how like when, when it's outside. Yeah. Oh, when it's when issue. it's outside, yeah. it's like it's it's very desaturated, and then inside there's color. But then when he finally makes it to, uh, you know, Los Angeles, uh, sorry, San Francisco, it's popping with color. Popping with color. Yeah. Good it's very shit. warm. Good popping. shit. Good color story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't give me that bullshit line. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Anyway. <laughs> bum, bum. No, okay. Um, can you guys give me somewhat of a choir beat? Some somewhat of a like a like a like a Sunday morning worship type beat. Do 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 Denzel Washington traveled from Washington to San Francisco with Mila Kunis. He survived an attack to bring God back. He was blind, but now he's dead. Oh, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna smear it everywhere and I'll shit in his underwear Cause he interrupts me way too fucking much Fuck you, Jay Yeah, you know what's crazy? What? It's most of those interruptions uh, in the beginning were not actually me I know so, I just, I just had to. Stout sauerkraut, bitches. Stout sauerkraut. Stout sauerkraut. We're, we like each other. It's okay. It is. We're not gonna get a divorce. We promise this time. Bye. Bye. At least that's what they think. Huh? Religion and divorce. My chocolate. Look at that. All right. Uh- <laughs>